With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Good morning to you, Wayne. Appreciate you. Love seeing you yesterday. It is time to skip the BS time for Undisputed. Time to talk Super Bowl 58, 49ers favored by a point and a half by Vegas in Vegas. 49ers coming off their comeback for the ages. Down 24 to 7 and a half to Detroit, storming back to take the lead 34-24 before finally winning 34 to 31 and on to Vegas for them. So let's rate and debate that comeback. Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, good morning to both of you. And Keyshawn, would you please kick us off? Scale of 1 to 10, how impressive was that comeback? Morning, uh, Skip. Yes. You know, it was impressive because they stayed the course. Right, and you said one to ten on the scale. Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. And the reason I'm gonna give it a seven, not a ten, not overboard, is because the Detroit Lions gave them the football game. Aha! Uh-huh. They stayed the course. They did their job. Right? They didn't squander their opportunity, but Detroit allowed them to beat them. It was all on Detroit and in in Dan Campbell and company. This had nothing to do with. 24-7 and Brock Purdy is coming in Kristen McCaffrey. No, it has something to do with being outcoached in the second half, making some decisions that he probably wish he didn't make now that, it, now that the cooling off period is, is here. Yep. I would think, right, Skip, mm-hmm. that now all of a sudden he's sitting back in his office and saying, why did I do that? No, you can't take anything away from the San Francisco 49ers because they stayed the course. But if you look at it, it's impressive because – in situations like this, when you're down 24-7, you're probably, in certain situations, you're probably going to lose the game. And players are going to start to feel as the clock ticks away, they start to feel like we have no hope. There's not a chance. This is why for those three points are so crucial because it feels different when you're down more than 24-7. to and When you're down... You know, I don't know, 27-7 or 28-7 or whatever the case is. Yep. It just, it, it, it just feels different. Now, when you look at the history of the National Football League, the only other team, and, I, and you have to correct me, it just popped in my mind because I don't know if it was the AFC Championship game. It might have been the wild card, Frank Wright, Buffalo, Houston, comeback, mm-hmm. captain, comeback game. It might have been either a divisional game or a wild card. I'm not 100% sure. But Buffalo went on and went to the Super Bowl, obviously, that year. They came from behind where Houston was just smacking them upside the head. Frank Reich, second half, just engineered the same sort of situation where Houston gave them the football game. Detroit just gave it to them. They, they gave it to them. Three turnovers. In the, you think about it. They had three turnovers in the second half, one fumble, uh, turnovers on downs. I mean, like, come on now. You, you, you can't win that way. Okay, so you want to reduce your seven <laughs> down to like a five? No, I'm going to give them a seven. <laughs> okay. I can't give them a five. I'm going to give them a seven, but I can't give them a ten. Yeah. Even okay. though Richard will probably give them a hundred. He might give them a thousand. <laughs> yep. Okay, your turn, Richard. I mean, I mean, based on that logic, I, I probably need to give him a hundred because uh, apparently 17, again, you know, it just always moves with key. 17 wasn't enough this time. It's not that much. You know, you're down by no, 17. That's, that's not, nothing I, I in the ball say, game. That's, I didn't say it wasn't enough. That's nothing in the NFC Championship. You know, it's, it's not 24. You know, it's not if you're down 27-7 or, or 28-7, you know. Uh, you, know that's the, you know, that's the kind of stuff you hear after games like this where a team comes back and wins. And it's like, oh, they weren't down enough. 
Uh, they, 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 they weren't nervous. You couldn't have been nervous. That's what you say after you game. How could you not be nervous? Okay. I, Are you I, serious? I, I, I got you. I got them at a nine out of ten because they went and executed because it was about the San Francisco 49ers and it was about the Detroit Lions because the Detroit Lions, it, the first half was all about them. They ran the ball well. They executed well. They played bully ball. I mean, they were averaging six yards a carry. You've got to give them all the credit in the world. The Jamison uh, Williams reverse, you know, he looked fantastic, fast. You know, the, the, the San Francisco defense looked a little shell-shocked at that point. You got to give them all the credit in the world. And I didn't hear anything about out getting out coached or, or getting outplayed or not ready to play then. And so in the second half, the San Francisco 49ers made adjustments. Steve Wilkes made adjustments and they showed championship medal and championship pedigree. You didn't see the infighting through by the team. You didn't see guys yelling at each other, guys like getting on each other or, or, or folding. You just saw guys making play after play after play. They needed to stop. They got to stop. They needed to stop. They got to stop. A turnover on downs is earned. It's earned. It's not, it's not given to you. You can say what you want, but at the end of the day, they scored 27 unanswered points in the NFC Championship game. That's tough to do, regardless of who you're playing, because nobody accidentally gets to the NFC Championship game. Detroit earned their way there. So did San Francisco. And in this game, they showed championship medal. Championship pedigree is forced through fire and adversity. So this team needed this. They needed to fight. They needed to show and prove to themselves that they can fight out of these holes and get there. And that's what they showed. So I give it a 9 out of 10 because you're in the NFC Championship. 10 Skip, out of 10 if it was the Super Bowl. Skip, let me ask you this because you would know off the top of your head. How many times did they run the ball in the first half? 21. Detroit. And how many times did they run the second half? Eight. And you think that they ran it seven or eight times in the second half because that stout defense stopped them. So they said, we can't run the football after we just gashed Did you watch the eight? If I showed you the eight, you would oh, say God, yes. Oh, God, stop. Yes. You don't if abandon. If I showed you the eight. You, don't, you know what? Richard, that's not true, they, Richard. You do not abandon the run like that. Man, what, stop what's it. What's true, Skip? They averaged four six yards. Of those four runs were three what? yards a carry in the second half six, on eight tries. I mean, that's good enough to get first down, stopped. first down, first down. One yard or none. Four of those runs got stopped for zero or one yard. Yeah, they may have. So you can Richard, say what you want, Skip. Richard, they may have, but that's not my point. My point to all of this is San Francisco's defense in the second half against the run, they didn't stop them to a point where they needed to abandon the run. They, they stopped runs in the first half. San Francisco defense stopped runs in the first half. No, they did not. They, they did not. Okay, so you're telling me every single time out of those 20-plus carries, they got positive yards to an ump degree. No, they yes. did not. Yes. Yes, I am telling you that. Okay. That's what happened. All right. I just, I, I just say that if Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson decided to take the same approach that they took in the first half, the second half, Detroit wins the game. Again, if, if it was a fifth, you and if Bayless can, can get together, y'all yeah. can take me to dinner because y'all owe me four of them. So, you know, y'all can, we can say if, 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 you all you want. But what happened well, is actually, what happened. I don't owe you anything. Lamar, Lamar's going to win the MVP and you're going to owe me. Yeah. He's going to win it. You bet me on the game. No, I didn't. You bet me on the game. No, I did not. I bet the Baltimore you on game. Lamar. The Baltimore bet, game, you did. I bet you on the MVP, but we'll talk about that, Skip. The Baltimore Chiefs game, uh, you bet me on. Just with Skip. Ahead. You jumped on Skip's train. No, I did not. You jumped on Skip's train. No. You did. Boy, we got records. Well, I'll tell you Skip. what. Go, go ahead, Skip. Okay. All right, Richard. I can't wait to. Richard, I appreciate your pom pom love for your 49ers. You were there on Sunday night. You played for them. They're a great franchise. I covered the franchise. I, I know it from the ground up. It's great. And it gets in your blood. And I, I understand all of the above. But I did first no, guess don't. this. You weren't here on Friday, but Keyshawn can attest to this. I went back and forth with Keyshawn and Michael because I did not believe in the Detroit Lions. I thought they were fraudulent. I told Keyshawn because he predicted the Lions would win, and I got it because he knows the coordinator, the defensive coordinator, because he played with Aaron Glenn, and he knows the head coach because he played with the head coach, and, and it gets in his blood and gets in his heart, and he admitted it was a heart over a head pick. Is that fair to 100%. say? Okay, all right. 100%. Okay, and I said no. They're fraudulent because they have little to no playoff experience. What had it been? <laughs> 32 years since they'd won a playoff game, 67 years since they'd won a road playoff game. And they had very few players with much of any playoff experience. 
And I looked at their track record. And remember, they went to Baltimore and they got destroyed at Baltimore, 28 to nothing at half and 35 to nothing after three quarters. Remember what happened to them on Thanksgiving at home in a game they traditionally own. Green Bay went in there and, and just tore them apart. It was 23 to six at halftime. So I thought this was a mismatch. I thought the spread was way too low. And what happened in the second half, I thought would have happened in the first half. But Richard, it was beyond shameful. It was almost like Green Bay at Dallas shameful in that playoff game for the 49ers at home to give up more yards rushing than Kyle had ever given up in any single game in his seven-year tenure there in San Francisco in a full game of rush yards. 148 on 21 carries, and you said six, it's seven yards a carry. That was my math. That is outrageously wrong for the 49ers in an NFC championship game at home. And that's what tilted the playing field, obviously, in favor of the visiting team that is really not that good. And they're coached by a, a good guy who's pretty wacky. I'm not sure they love and trust him because they know he's going to, to make some crazy go for literally broke decisions. That's why and that's what started this. happening. And to Keyshawn's point, you, you were really blessed. You were very lucky that the opponent was the Lions turning back into the Lions because if they don't help you, I'm not sure you get there. Uh, but but you got there by, by 302 was left in the third quarter. You already caught them. So it didn't even take a quarter more of the second half to tie the score because they're they're self-destructing all over the place. And if we could see these plays again, Richard hates these plays, but the first one, the fourth and two play anything. to Josh Reynolds. Football. And yeah, and, and here's the throw to Josh Reynolds. And actually, they gambled and they quote-unquote won because I thought Jared Goff made a really nice throw. This is That's open. He stepped perfect up. Throw was the results, a perfect throw was the results. Perfect throw. And he perfect throw. Josh Reynolds he let dropped the ball and it was get a perfect behind drop. him. You yeah. cannot let the ball get behind oh, man, him. Okay. His bright, hands is bright lights are enticing. screwed up. Look what they did to Tyson. It's the damn okay. ball. Look at the bright lights. Okay, all right. The bright lights. Okay, there we go. And then we got to see the IU play because – this ball has to be intercepted, and you might have some problems here. Even if it's not intercepted, if, even if it's not you, intercepted, you knock it down or something. You, it hits him in the might. face. Hit him right in the face mask. You might. And it's the carom of the century. But IU gets credit for me because he stayed the course. IU gets he credit. He did. He did. So he, he makes the play. Way to go. So, and then, obviously, Jameer fumbles right after that. So now you're really up against oh, it. Oh, because that was luck, too. That no, was luck, too. That was, it wasn't like somebody hand, stripped the ball. Bad, he just dropped it. It was a bad handoff, it, it was man. A, it, it, come on, it, man. It was it, a bad handoff. It was Tayshawn Gibson stripped the ball from him. It was a bad happened. handoff, you, Richard. He didn't even get a clean handoff. Did he, did he strip him at the, that, did he strip him at the on, handoff Richard, point, or did he strip know. him three steps later? Man, I ain't even... But, but when never you're, mind, when, man. When all you ne want to... Yeah, please don't. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, excuse me. Because you, you're going to sit up here and you're going to keep saying... it was Because you're watching a man strip the ball from him. He can sit there trying to get it. That's... What it sounds like, okay. right. and then when you want when you want it to be luck, then then Richard Detroit is so unraveling that now they face after the Jameer handoff and they go score. Your your team went and scored. And now it's mm -hmm. third and nine. Detroit at their twenty six, and they throw it to Josh Reynolds a second time. And here's what happened. This oh man, is the what next happens? Throw to Josh Reynolds. What happened? This is the first. Oh Lord, have mercy. Now, that's even oh, worse. I mean, that goodness. just hits him right in the bread bath. I mean, oh, I don't know how you drop oh, that. They didn't learn the first time. You know he dropped the first one. Okay. I, didn't, I forgot about, about this, this one. one. This is I forgot about this one. This is move oh, the chains, man. man. This is the clock's going to tick, oh, tick, man. tick, tick, tick. Okay. Oh, jeez. Why is he so, jumping? So San Francisco didn't have, any, they didn't have any drops in the game. Okay. Oh, my God. San Francisco oh played God. a perfect game, and Detroit okay. played such an awful Just game. Oh, man. my gosh. All right. Because <laughs> okay. San Francisco had no drops, no mistakes. They played perfect, Skip. Okay. And you so, look at the game, and you just say, man, Detroit, if you would have played perfect, too, you would have won. Okay, I so now you, back to Keyshawn's point. 21 times they ran the ball in the first half for 148 yards, and they come out in the mm -hmm. second half, and if you just do the math in your head, you're up 24 mm -hmm. to 7. If you come out and just run it every time, fast. like every time, you just keep handing off the ball and let the clock just run, 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 it's going to be fairly difficult, maybe not impossible, but fairly difficult 
for the 49ers to get back in the game. Pick up but a couple no, you, you just abandoned that plan because, oh, you got stopped a couple of times. Oh, well, but wait a second. You gashed him for seven yards that pop in the first half? And you know what's so crazy about this, Richard? And mm -hmm. we talk about this running and Dan Campbell. Mm -hmm. Because I know Dan and because I know the way he should be thinking in these situations, he went totally against his principles and his rules in the second half. And what I mean by that is he came up through certain coaching ranks, through certain coaches that would never <laughs> abandon the run when you up 24 to 7. They, they just never. Were, no. Man, they, Sean Payton would never. It's like Cardinals. Bill Parcells would never. No. They just would never no. start throwing the football all over the lot. Yeah. They just wouldn't. Mm. I got you. I got okay. you because I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to Skip tell me the Lions don't have any playoff experience like their quarterback hasn't been to a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm he, listening he's to the this only like, one. like there's the other teams. He's, right. he's, the, he's the only right. one. He's, he's at the most important position. Okay. And so how many teams do? Sure. But, but, but Skip, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a second because you, you said they're fraudulent, but they're in the NFC championship game. Yeah. So why, do, why don't other fraudulent teams make the NFC? Why didn't your fraudulent Dallas Cowboys make it? That's because you thought question. they would make it. You, you, yeah, your I prediction did. was they would make the Super Bowl. I, I so then when we, we talk about I was so your wrong predictions. About that. But Detroit was the one that got two and, and, home playoff games against the Rams and Baker and they, Mayfield, uh, uh, and they did it. But look what was happening. Because they won. Guess what was happening, lost. Richard, in those two games? Matt what was Stafford happening? threw what for was 367 yards. Baker Mayfield threw for 349 yards. Dak Prescott against the Lions threw for 345 yards. Seven times in the okay. regular season, teams threw for 300-plus mm -hmm. yards on that Detroit secondary. And it's gotcha. why Detroit gotcha. ranked 23rd in points allowed. I'm sorry, way overrated. Maybe They just had a magical maybe run to the Maybe your team needs to, to give NFC up 300 a few times yeah. because they got to the NFC Championship and your team didn't, Skip. Yeah. So, I mean, your points, I hear them, Skip, this but I really don't Cowboys, because you're not. It's about it, the it, 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 This is the, about the, the NFC Championship Lions. and the team that made it. And you uh, sitting there trying to make a point on why they made it. You're saying they gave up 300 yards twice in two playoff games, and yet they won those playoff games, Skip. Yeah. So I'm trying to understand what point you're trying to make. Oh, they, they, they struggled in the secondary, so they made up for it in other aspects. I hear that. So you're trying to make an excuse why, oh, no. man, they didn't deserve to be there, and they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have, like, I hear what you're saying, Skip, but yeah. it's irrelevant and erroneous, and it's weak It's points. not erroneous. So just, it could be irrelevant, it's, but... It, Okay, here's the point, Richard. The truth is, on a scale of 1 to 10, if you step back and look at this, it's a 5. I'll give you a 5. It's, it's fine. You did it. You did what you should have done in the first half. You did it in the second half. And the game was effectively over before the third quarter was over. That's, that's how fast you came back in that game because the Lions turned back into the Lions. You were lucky. You had the right team at the wrong place at the wrong time, and you took advantage as you should have in the first half. Could and, not care less. Yeah, and it's why I step back and look at the, the big picture of the Super Bowl, and I'm still surprised the 49ers are favored by a point and a half because here we go again with Mahomes. We were looking at him saying, he's underdog. Really, he's underdog again? So he's, this will be three straight playoff games. He's been the underdog. You better look out because it seems like he really loves being the underdog. You know, I'm not going to discredit mm -hmm. San Francisco to a five, Skip, in this yeah. situation. I gave him a seven. You did. I, okay. But when I look at it, and you know this, Richard, because you've been in situations similar to this, coaches – can make mistakes to cost you games. Mm -hmm. You've been in mm -hmm. one of those, the biggest in your career. You're supposed to honestly have two Super Bowl rings. We're supposed to be saying two-time Super Bowl champion Richard Sherman. That's what we're supposed to be mm -hmm. saying. But coaches make mistakes. You know the mistake I'm talking about. Instead of turning it around right, but that, and handing so, the football so to make? a guy with dreads and allowing him to just steamroll it into the end zone, they decided to do something else different. Dan Campbell, right before the half, decided to think twice he and kick twice. the field goal instead of saying, well, I could probably pick up. And this is the first half. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, we're not even talking about the second half. We're talking about the first half after they just gash you for 100-plus yards on the yep. ground. You're two yards away from getting a first down and two and a half from scoring a touchdown. You don't want to go for it. You'd rather I, kick if, a field goal. That's a coaching mistake, Richard. 
It just is. But what, what if I told you? What if I told you the kicker was 48, 45% from 48 plus yards? No, no, I'm talking in, about in the in the second half. I'm talking those, about those field goals would have been I'm from 48 plus. I'm talking about going plus. up to 28 to seven, with you walking into the locker room with your head down, opposed to mm -hmm. the momentum changing because you now put the fist up. You, you, you know how quiet it is in the locker room when you, when you 28-7, you, you sitting there thinking, damn, we just lost this. Mm. That's a coaching mistake. That's my only talking about Detroit gave you this opportunity. They took their foot off the gas, and therefore y'all put the Ferrari in gear and caught up to them. And they couldn't turn back up. They so, couldn't turn the engine back on. And in and, and, and a lot of championship runs, Skip and Keith, you will see things like this throughout seasons of champions. You'll see games like this where you're like, man, they shouldn't have been down. We were down, I think we were down 21-3 to a Tampa team that were 0-8, to a Tampa team that hadn't won a game all season, and we're at home in CenturyLink where we're unbeatable. We're down 21-3 to, I forget the quarterback. But it's but not it's the NFC quarterback. championship game. But, no, but, 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 but I, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on because we were down 16-3 to MVP Aaron Rodgers at home. Couldn't score, couldn't do anything. Our quarterback threw three picks. Like, and we're going to halftime, and you're saying it's quiet. It was quiet. But what we did was said, hey, we're better. We're a better team. We're a better player. Coach, get out the way. Call man coverage the rest of the game, and they're not going to score another point, and they're not going to piss another drop, and we're going to walk out of here with the win. And that's what the San Francisco defense did. They scored three points after the half. Detroit scored three points after the half. So you can say what you want about the running the ball, the, the, the incompletion. They dropped the passes. They scored three points after the half. And Wait. so that's a great performance by the defense. Yes, they scored three points. They had 24 in the first half. They, the I, they, well, my my mistake, they scored seven. They scored seven. They scored seven. They scored seven. Richard, but seven I, I after the half. how did they let – Detroit goes 75 yards at the end of the game. I know you're just playing some kind of prevent, but I was like, you can't even stop them now. You throttled them. You got them down 34-24, and they go 75 yards in 11 because plays and scored a touchdown. Because they're just playing to, to end the game. They're not playing to give up a bomb, an early quick bomb. They were going to make them walk the ball down the field and use clock. So they're not going to just let them, hey, drop back, bomb us for a quick one, get the ball back, have time on the clock, have timeouts. They're going to make you burn your timeouts. They're going to make you burn clock. And that's what they did. That's why they won the game. Mm. So, Richard, sum this up. As we look forward to the Super Bowl, rematch of a game you played in four years ago, do you love the way the 49ers are going into this game after the Green Bay Packers had them on the ropes and the Lions almost had them on the ropes at halftime? Do you love the way they're, they're approaching Mahomes and company? A absolutely love it. Battle-tested. All right. Man, I don't know. Just seems like... There's some weaknesses exposed here, like 148 rush yards. Every Ooh. every team got weaknesses. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> He's up, Bell Switch. Yeah, he is. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now it's your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Coach Edwards. Sherm, every time Key and Skip talk negatively about the 49ers and Purdy. <laughs> That's exactly right. We get that look a lot, right? Well, I'm not talking negative. I'm just trying to get Richard to understand certain things. Yeah. That's all. I'm working uh, hard. Yes, you are. You're working, man. You are working hard. Unsuccessfully. Uh, this is from Elijah. If Bayless and his sidekick Key had it again from, from Niners gang together again. Wait, who's, yeah. who's Batman? Oh, God. Hey, man, I'm good to be a Robin. I ain't. Hey, oh, yeah, I'm happy to be Robin, man. And finally, from Robert Merrill LeBron getting fouled by Dylan Brooks. Hashtag attack in my back, LOL. 
Yeah, that, that's that's that was a yeah, some life. good ones this morning, man. <laughs> Those are good. Oh. Well, at least we got Richard to laugh. That's a start, uh, right? Uh, for now, uh, we still got a little ways uh, to go. Right, 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 right. All right. I found this very interesting. Patrick Mahomes said right after Sunday's win at Baltimore that he has quote unquote learned to play different. Mahomes said, and I quote, it's not all about the stats. It's about winning at the end of the day. You saw Tom do it for a long time. He would do whatever it took to win. When the defense is playing like that, my job is to not turn it over, get it to the playmakers and score enough points to get the win. Patrick Mahomes even said that that his job in Sunday's second half was just to quote unquote, manage the game, manage the game. I've said for years on this show that my only problem with Mahomes was his careless, watch this, I'll try anything turnovers, none of which I even remotely saw on Sunday. In fact, he hasn't turned it over one time in these three playoff games on the way to this Super Bowl. Keyshawn, do you see Mahomes, quote unquote, playing different? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But but he was playing different last year when they got rid of Tyreek. Once he realized I can take the easy money that the defense is giving me and I don't have to try to force the football down the field because he was turning the ball over early in the season. And everybody was saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You mean last year? Last last season, last Super Bowl run. Got it. Last Super Bowl run. And then all of a sudden he realized I could take the easy money. I'm going to get everybody involved. I'm going to get Juju involved. I'm going to get Kelsey involved. I'm going to get everybody involved. They went on to win the Super Bowl. And when you look at this year, same thing. The last two Super Bowls, you only mentioned this year's run to the Super Bowl. Mm. Go back to last year's run to the Super Bowl. Zero interceptions. Yep. Zero interceptions, that's four. Yeah. Taking easy money. His statisticals overall, his passing statistics are down. 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 Yeah. Both years. And I know Richard hates that. Oh, the numbers, 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 numbers. No, I don't need my quarterback throwing for 400 yards. What I need him to be is efficient, as I've always said. I need a guy who's going to be 20 of 28, 225 yards, Two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a one-yard plunge if we need it. That's all I'm looking for. Mm. And this is what Patrick Mahomes is giving you. I played in a Super Bowl with a quarterback in Brad Johnson. You did. B.J. was 18-34, to 215, two touchdowns with a defense, just like Patrick mentioned, a defense. They have a defense. Well, what did your defense take it away from Rich Gannon five, five times? Five times. They created five turnovers. And then – you look at Trent Dilfer's Super Bowl. Yep. And you talk about our game manager, game. Okay, and what's wrong with that? What's wrong with, what's wrong with Trent Dilfer? Where, where's his numbers at? His numbers are somewhere around here. Yeah. He, he threw for, he was 12 with 25, a buck 50, yeah. and a touchdown. I want to win the Super Bowl. However, we win it. That's all I care about. And that's what Patrick Mahomes is speaking to. Tom Brady, for all the great numbers, he threw for 900 yards in two Super Bowls. And guess what? He got an L in both of those. Doesn't matter. Look at the ones that he won. The ones that he won. Fourth quarter, come back. All I'm doing is dinking and dunking and letting the guys get the, hey, we're going to kick the field goal. We're going to get a hit with a W. And that's the key. Those are the keys to victory, not turning the football over and not trying to be a hero. Go, Richard. No question. Yeah. No question. I mean, that's. He's, he's learned. You know, early on in his career, you he, people had answers for him. You know, their answers for Patrick Mahomes was put two safeties back deep, put a, put a cap over the defense, and make him, force him to be something he didn't want to be. And that was throwing intermediate passes, taking what the defense gives, because he, he was young. He didn't want to do that. So he wanted to force the ball down the field, and that was an answer. And then humility kicks in. And he's like, I have all the talent in the world. I have all the accolades. I have everything. I just need to win these games. Everybody already respects me enough. They respect my talent. They know what I can do. All I got to do is what my team needs me to do. You can be versatile. He's versatile now in his skill set. Sometimes he may bomb you. He may, he may throw bombs down the field over and over it, hitting Valdez, Scantling, hitting, hitting Travis, hitting these guys. But if he needs to, if he needs to have a 12-play drive, he's going to have a 12-play drive and just dink and dump five, seven, eight, 12. And that's an elite, elite quarterback. I mean, he's in a category all his own already 
but he's he's further in the distance. He's he's increasing the distance between he and everybody else by adding this to his game and yeah. even the way he speaks about it. Yeah. I don't need to force anything. No. If he's taking what the defense gives him, it's very few weaknesses in his game. And you yeah. know this, Skip, because you covered the San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers. Mm-hmm. Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. He did. Guess how many interceptions he had in those Super Bowls? <sighs> Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. That's the point. So I don't know if yeah, you guys right. remember the first two years of Patrick Mahomes. Again, product of the Internet age, as Richard always talks about. But he was always trending. He was always going viral because he threw no looks. He threw left-handed. I was waiting for behind the back, between the legs. They said he even practiced left-handed passes in camp practices. And I'm like, you really don't need to do that because you're really good throwing it right-handed and you'll be just fine if you just focus on your right hand throwing. And I, I have all the respect in the world because I find him growing up right before your very eyes. I loved what he said after the game because it was so true. Because in the second half, he did not care about trying to outstat anybody. Everybody else cares about trying to outstat him because I think Josh Allen is a victim of trying to out Mahomes Mahomes. And I thought Lamar on Sunday was a victim of trying to out Patrick Patrick. You know, he's going to drop back and bombs away. And look what happened. It happened again to Lamar. And meanwhile, Patrick in the second half, they zeroed in. They locked down that Baltimore defense as I thought they would in the first half. And Going into that final drive and that final pass play, Patrick had a grand total of 36 passing yards in the second half. Does he care? No, he didn't care. Because I told you guys yesterday, I was impressed. He did not turn the ball over once. They had it five times before that final clock-killing possession. They had it five times, and they punted five times. And it didn't seem to bother Patrick a bit because there's only one thing you cannot do in that stadium at that time. You cannot give the ball to them because if you do, the sky is going to fall because there's going to be a big wall of noise fall on you and the home team's going to detonate. You just can't give the crowd anything to latch on to because Lamar certainly wasn't giving the crowd anything. Zay Flowers almost gave the crowd something until he got to the goal line and got snaked right out of his hands by Jerry Sneed. So the point was not one time in the second half did the home team give the home crowd anything to shout about, nor did Patrick Mahomes. And I got nothing but the highest regard because he is now looking at legacy. This this is how you do it. So you're coming around. I'm coming way around because I love the way he played on Sunday. Because in the first half, he's like, really? You're going to give me 87 the whole first half? You're going to single him up? You're going to let me, you're going to let him roam? You're not going to knock him around? You're not going to press him at all? You're not going to rough him up? Really? Oh, I'll take that. And he took it nine times in the first half, and all of a sudden it's 17 to 7. So I am definitely coming around on Patrick Mahomes. So you slept good last night then, Skip, because yesterday you was taking Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes. I love Joe Burrow. So now all of a sudden you want to get on the Patrick Mahomes bus. I'm just saying, when it's time to give a man props, he deserves props. So are you getting on the bus or just giving him props? I just... I respect. I don't know if I'm oh, on the get, bus yet. Oh, you're not. You, you, so here's a guy. But I, I told you yesterday, I am leaning toward picking Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl because he's turning in to that guy in sports you don't bet against. Because if you keep telling him he's the dog, the underdog, look out. But he's been that guy, yeah. though. You don't bet right. against. Well, why would you bet against right. him? Well, I, I bet know. against him against Baltimore because yeah. I wanted Lamar to win a Super Bowl. Because I know Patrick probably is going to win one, and he's going to separate himself even further away from Lamar by going and getting this one against San Francisco. So I, I again, with my heart, bet on Lamar because I just I wanted to see Lamar get over the hump. I'm with you. But I'm no damn fool either. I know that Patrick Mahomes is legit as they come. Okay. And he's, there's, look, Patrick Mahomes is the only quarterback in the National Football League right now. Everybody else is in a whole nother lane. Yeah. He's all by himself, period. Okay. There's not one quarterback that I would rather have on Sunday than that man right there. Not one. There's, okay. there's, no, there's no quarterback any of these other teams. 31 other teams would take him right now, and that's okay. just what it is. I, yeah, you can say what you want. You can argue what you want. That's the truth. So, Richard, you would take Patrick Mahomes over Brock Purdy right now? 
I, I would not. I said 31 you, you teams. Would, you wouldn't do what? 31 teams. You wouldn't take— In this, in this game, in, in Kyle Shanahan's system, I think he's going to be right where he needs to be. Watch this game. And you, they can't afford him because if you get— if you get Patrick Mahomes, then you're giving up Debo, Kittle. Oh, we ain't everybody. talking about, we're not talking you, about, that's not what Skip ain't you talking about. You gotta no. take him. You went into finances now. We're not even talking about money. He's because just talking about, it gotta, it's talking matter. about If you have Patrick Mahomes Man, and a, McCaffrey and all those guys, it gotta make about, sense. We're not talking about money though, Richard. He's just talking about the player. Just player for just player. Just player for player yeah. is what he's saying. That's well, you can't, you can't take nobody over him. You can't take nobody. He in a okay. lane by himself. If you're okay. just going with no teller. So, so, the answer, so, the answer, so the answer to that is you would put Purdy on the next great dog and he's out of town and you would fly. <laughs> the great hound? Yeah, the great, the great dog. You would put him on the great dog, which is the great hound for those that don't know. And you would get Patrick Mahomes a private jet, and you put him on the bus out of town. Mm. That's what you're basically telling why, me. Why, why, why can't Brock get on the PJ, too? No, nah, we ain't got no money. Well, you gotta we gotta, get we ain't got grade. no money. That's what you said. We don't have any money. So, Keyshawn, for, the record, got no money. for yes. the record, for the I record. did bet against Patrick Mahomes when he played Tom Brady in that Super Bowl because I was all that, over and, Brady, and, okay? And, 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 at, and at that point in time, yep. yes, I would have too. He had no offensive line. He had nothing. I'm not so you sure gonna Brady tell had much offensive line. Come on, man. Stop, man. Get wait, rid of wait, it. Stop. Wait, he had a wait, defense. Shit. He had a defense that people was at the time trying to compare to other great defenses in Todd Bowles. And he threw for 200 yards. He was very efficient. It wasn't like Brady lit it up. He was no. very efficient. No. He was what Patrick Mahomes was talking yeah. about. He managed it well, didn't turn the football over, and they're going to win the game. But True. come on now. I also yeah, bet against him in the AFC Championship game at Kansas City. I bet on Joe Burrow in that game. Yeah, I'm sure you okay. did. I did. I'm sure you did because yeah. you don't like Patrick You, you bet against him last week. Yes. You bet against him last week. Did I? Yep. Yeah. And I, I would do it again. I still can't believe that happened. Right. But it happened. I would I you can't. take him over Dak Prescott? Mm-hmm. Take Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Would I take him over? Are, are <laughs> you serious? Do don't do that. Are you don't serious? Do that, you know I, what he's going to say. I'll go pick him up. I'll drive to, to Kansas City and pick I him just, up and bring him down to Dallas. I just asked a question, man, because I, I will. ask a question. I'll drive a Greyhound to Kansas City and pick him up and take him to Dallas. I would like yeah. to see that. Yeah, I would. Skip in a Greyhound. Yeah, I can drive a Greyhound. We are joined now by my favorite person in all the sports, man who was the center of the sports universe for much of the football season. His Colorado Buffaloes now moved to the Big 12, actually kind of back to Big 8 country. And we're about to talk about Colorado's schedule next fall. It was just released. But Deion Sanders joins us now to talk about that and all things Coach Prime. Good morning to you, sir. How you doing, my man? My favorite. How you doing, Thank man? You. I, I, we, we appreciate just me and Keyshawn here. And I wanted to start you off because I, I saw something on the Internet that somebody close to you bought you a new mansion. Is that correct? Somewhere just outside oh, of they, Boulder? They, yeah. they didn't buy the mansion. They wanted me to see several homes that I would like. I don't think I would have the audacity the <laughs> audacity to allow my kids to buy me a mansion. I don't Unless know. Unless they're in the event already and they want to do that. But no, that no, yeah. they wanted me to see several places to make sure that Pop would be comfortable when they Good. depart. Good. Oh, okay. I was cause I was like I said, well, I mean, I need some kids like that in my life, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, they plan on doing it. They definitely plan on doing it. And the, the home we, we looked at amongst the others were, it was beautiful. It was phenomenal. Beautiful. So, Coach, as you look back on all that transpired this past football season, your first in Boulder, what does it leave you feeling? What, what, what's your reflection on what, what all transpired? Uh, we instilled hope in our fans, our, our, our student body, as well as the, the faculty and everybody associated with the Colorado Buffaloes. But now it's it's time to go cash in on that. Yep. It's time to go do it for real. It's time to put up or shut up and, and let's go get it. So we went out and not fit the roster once again, but we got some players in which we need it in valuable positions, especially the offensive line. Yeah. Prime, other than leaving the Pac-12 conference and going to the Big 12 Conference, what will be different for you guys this year 
opposed to the way things ended last year? Uh, the personnel, first of all, you know what you need, and you went out and got what you needed. We had the roster was so horrendous, we had to flip it. I mean, you you know, yeah. you guys know we inherited some some bull junk, yeah. so we we flipped it. Now we really have what we need, not just bodies, just walking around aimlessly, uh, as well as the coaching staff. Um, and we we're probably going to hire a defensive coordinator within the next two days, maybe today, maybe even today, really? and in the next two days, because we had to allow those pro guys to get all those interviews out. Now uh, we identified a few of them because I want a pro guy that that it can teach and instruct at another level. That's what we have on the offense. That's what we pretty much have on the whole darn staff um, is guys that have taught and played the pro game because that's where these guys are headed. And I want to give them the navigational system uh, to get there. But I'm excited about the season, Keith. I feel like we uh, we have everything we need to be successful. So, Coach, what percent better are you next year after your recruiting and your portal? What like what what percentage leap do you think you could take next year over what you had last year? I can't say the percentage. I just can honestly say we fulfilled all the needs. We fulfilled a need in the offensive line. You're probably going to see a whole new entire offensive line. You're probably going to see the defensive line probably is going to be new as well. Uh, the, the DBs, uh, safeties did a substantial job last season. That's not saying it just because of Shallow's back there, but we had some good safety play. We, we got to step it over to linebackers as well. We're still going to go out, probably maybe get another one or two linebackers to give us some depth. But even the special teams, because the non-starters, they're the guys that dominate your special team, then we needed to step up on that level as well. So we we pretty much stepped up every level inside this building. And I'm happy and pleased. Like when I go downstairs and I work out with the guys that are sitting there watching them, I love what I see. I love a competitive nature. I love our leadership that's being taken in every position. And I love what these guys want and how they're going about getting it. You know, Prime, I, I had a, a chance, obviously, to see all 12 games except probably 10 minutes total of y'all last year. That's that's how invested I was in the program and in you. What would you, if you if you look back at it, and, and we don't, as as athletes, we don't like to look back at, you know, the history of right, what right, the mistakes right. were and things like that. But if you look back, what would you do different now if you had that opportunity? Oh. Shoot, that's a great question, Key. I don't think I would do anything different, but just the personnel. I mean, not only the personnel, the coaching and the way we went about things, and I'm I'm the first one to take that responsibility. We stepped it up at every darn level. I mean, you're going to see uh, Coach Sherman, what he's doing with the offense is, is, is going to be pro-minded, and he's really good at what he does, as well as um, our defensive guy. We, our defensive staff is in, intact right now, and we, we – can't. So, so I almost slipped, almost said something I can say. But, <laughs> but, but we're hiring the, the correct people um, defensively as well. And I, 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 Key, honestly, last year was just, we instilled hope. But but this year, man, we, we got to go do it. Mm, we, yeah. we got to go do it. We have the quarterback. We have the receivers. We have the offensive line. Uh, we have the secondary, the defensive line. Uh, shoot, we got to go do it. Mm. So, Dion, I think I read the other day that you said you can be a playoff team next year. Obviously, it expands to 12 teams. Are you sticking by that at this point? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I Shoot, I believe, man. I don't just wear this on my shirt and on my chest. I truly believe that, that what we have in-house. Last year, and Key watched all these games, man. We were seven points away from a multitude of wins, uh, probably seven or eight more wins. We just didn't know how to win. We got our, we got our butts kicked twice. We got our butts really kicked twice. There wasn't no win. When we walked in, it was 30 on the scoreboard. Mm. But uh, several of those games, we could have won those games. We could have really been a uh, definitely a, a, a bowl team, but we could have been someone who made a lot of noise. We made noise, but now we're going to make some sounds. Yeah. There's a difference. So, Love Pr that. So, Prime, tell me about your new book, um, Elevate and dominate 21 ways on and off the field <laughs> due to be released in March. Give, give me a little scoop. Well, i tell you what, Key, I could just spit chapters we have. Uh, even if it's broke, keep moving. You know, set your own thermostat. Be where your feet are. Make confidential natural odor. Are you a leader or a dog? 
a master of the three W's won't work when. Um, know who you are, what you are, and how you are, and how you get down. I mean, it's a fight for what's right. Dream big. Time is a wonderful storyteller. Thriving in a diverse world. Finish. I mean, there's so many interesting chapters that I want people to read this and feel like I could go get mine. I could go do it. I got time. God, I got time to go do this. It's time. I'm, I'm tired of procrastinating. I'm tired of putting this off. I'm tired of blaming somebody. It's on me, and I can go Love do it. That. This guy is giving me the roadmap of going to get it. This handsome guy on the cover is giving me the roadmap <laughs> of how to go flat out. <laughs> hey, hey, are you? I want every, you know me, man. I want everybody to elevate and dominate, man. Oh, I yeah. want you guys to, to to do your thing. You know how we get down. We we. I'm one of those guys. I want to see the best in everybody. Mm-hmm. I want you to go get it. Can I, can I assume that some of these are plastered throughout the facilities to remind the kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right behind me, it's on my wall in my office. All these things are plastered mm. amongst the wall. But mm. I live this stuff. I don't just spit it out. I, actually, I absolutely live this stuff. And I love the life I live, and I live the life I love. I really do. Mm. We got to wait till September. We got to wait I got to wait till September, man. So, Dion, can you quickly walk us through this just now released Big 12 schedule of yours? You open with that FCS perennial power North Dakota State at home, and then you flip the script from last year because you have to go to Nebraska and go to Colorado State. Go ahead. Yeah, don't underestimate North Dakota State. Those guys come to play, and they can play. Nebraska, that's going to be – a good one. They got a wonderful coach, Coach Rule. Colorado State. I, I, I wish we could start off with that one. Yes, you um, do. Baylor, shoot, at Central home. Florida, and yeah. Central Florida. That means we're going to the crib. I love that. We're we we, we probably have about 25, 25 Florida kids on the team, Kansas wow. State, and all these schools, man. When I'm looking at these schools, I'm looking at their coaches. They're well coached. These teams are well coached, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I really am, and I cannot wait to really get into the Big 12 and do what we're doing. We got a wonderful commissioner in Brett. He's a wonderful guy, wonderful man, has a wonderful staff, and he has vision. He can see it. And I'm just happy that we are part of it. Hats off to my, my AD, uh, Rick George, man. If you, you look at the college football playoff format now, it moves to 12 teams opposed to the four. Do you look at that? I mean, obviously, 12 teams get in. It's a little bit different. But do you look at that and say to yourself, right. We're gonna be right in the mix. Like this is this is set up yes. perfect for us. Yes, I look at that and said, man, this this move is it, the timing is impeccable. Um, the conference is, is impeccable. The playoff being it um, allowed it a multitude of more teams. I think eight more teams. Uh, man, this is perfect for us. Let's go get it. This is what's up on the bulletin board. Not not the ignorance of other schools and people talking about us because they're doing that right now. Why are we doing this? But. I love it, and these guys want to win, man, at all costs. And they want to go to the next level. So we went out and got a bunch of guys that have the feeling and the attitude that they want to go pro. Not that they just want to be great college football players. Yeah. These guys have a goal of going pro and taking care of those family needs and desires. So, Coach, you've got home games against Kansas State and Utah, but you have to go to mm-hmm. Arizona, you have to go to Texas Tech, you have to go to Kansas. So those will be tough places to play but you still like the way this shapes up, right? I love it. But first of all, at the end, I don't see nothing cold in there because, you know, I'm a Florida boy who resides in Texas yeah. and, and Boulder right now. So it ain't nothing cold right there, so we have no excuses. So it's up to us to go get it. November 23rd in Kansas, I think Kansas weather should be all right right then. Yeah. But these schools are, are like, I'm saying, like I'm saying, they're well-coached teams. And but I love I love what we bring to the table. I, I love it. I love love the way the schedule flows for us. And uh, even even getting a peek in, in in Florida to go allow our fan base to see how we get down in Florida. Some of those kids to get ready to play in their home state. But I absolutely love it. I think it's a great schedule. Uh, I don't like starting off with two or three games away, but yeah. it is what it is, and we got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. They. They. they... You'll, you'll handle business. Speaking of handling business, you've always been obviously upfront, honest, and true about everything throughout your entire life. That's why you are who you are, and that's why we tend to follow you both as players when we played and even when we don't play. So I want to ask you this because I know the answer to it already. How many times this past season, meaning from, let's say, 
December to today, your phone rung about you potentially going to other opportunities <laughs> to coach. How many times? <laughs> couple times. Couple times. Couple times. But I'm happy where I am. As you see, if I'm out there um, home shopping with the, with my kids, that means I don't plan on going anywhere. No. I got a kickstand down. I'm mm -hmm. straight. I mean, I'm straight. I, I love this fan base. I love I'm looking out the window right now, these snow-covered mountains. I love I've been snowmobiling the last two weekends. It's key. That's something that a Florida boy ain't never done in his life. <laughs> so absolutely love it. I mean, Skip, I even got on one of those lift things, man. I had to get in the one that was enclosed because I was not about to get in the one that you're hanging outside. No. But I got in the lift. I mean, loving life right now. My kids are uh, snowboarding. Shallow is. Shador, I'm telling him to take it easy, but he went out snowmobiling with a couple of his linemen. So we're doing things that we have we would have never fathomed, man, and I'm happy about it. But I love me some Colorado. Wow. Like, I'm going to give my boy, Mr. Uric Brett, uh, my commissioner, he told me this, but I took it after the third time. I don't inherit a legacy. I build it. Mm. Okay? Beautiful. Yeah, I'm not that kind of guy that's going to run off to somebody else's school and, and inherit an already winning team and they just two, three games away. No, no, no. I inherited some bull junk and I'm going to fix it. You did. Dion, how much would it mean to you for your son to win the Heisman Trophy next year? Um, I don't give a damn about no Heisman, man. I, I care about winning. Okay. I don't forget the Heisman. I want to win, period. The, the win. But see, understanding if you win the Heisman, that means you've won. Because usually they don't yeah. give it to the guys that, that they, yeah. they can be phenomenal statistically. But yeah, I mean, Shador is, uh, shoot, he's with his lineman every day. I call him his security team. He don't even, they, they don't even go anywhere without him. I mean, he's everywhere with those guys and they're building that, that unity, that the relationship, and uh, he loved it. He's down there working out with him right now. He wanted to work out in that group. Mm -hmm. So he told him to put all the quarterbacks with the linemen workout group early in the morning. So that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So he, he asked you about the Heisman, but I'm not going to ask you about the Heisman. I'm going to ask you about the Thorpe. If Shiloh wins the Thorpe, who's the better DB in the family now? <laughs> what about What about Travis? Ooh. You know, yeah, what about yeah, all these other dogs? No, 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 I, no, that's true. No, no, that's true. That's true, Prime. Travis <laughs> is on the team, and he's the he's the dog at the corner spot. But I mean, from a family standpoint, you got the thought known clearly as the best defensive yeah. back to ever lace him up in college or in the NFL. But then you got the little guy with the 21 on who, right. you know, he, he mess around and get one. I yeah, can imagine crazy. what that's going to be like at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I told him, Keith? I say it's a guy that I, he's a dear friend of mine and I love him to life. I want you guys to attack it like he attacked it because he was the number one pick overall. You know that guy? I think he played for USC. Yeah. He was a bad boy, he, but he wasn't number one. That's what I want. I want my sons to be like yeah. that guy right there that went number one in the overall draft. You know anybody like that, Keith? <laughs> well, they, they look, put it this way. They certainly are headed in the right direction, that's for sure. They are. There you go. There you go. That's what we want. We want what you got. <laughs> so, Coach, we got to let you get back to work. We love you. Miss having you on the show. Look forward to next fall, and good luck with this new Big 12 schedule. Hey, Playmaker, Richard Sherman, where they at? They in the bed sleep somewhere? How y'all let them off, man? Wow. Man, Playmaker, he off right now He's doing off. something else. And Sherm just took a segment off. Yeah. They'll be right okay, back. Okay, well, tell Sherm I love him. I appreciate it, man. I want to see Will him do. in his offseason, too. All right. All right. I love y'all, Skip. Thank you, Coach. Right, appreciate you. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy.